State of Digital Publishing is a publication and community for digital publishing and media professionals in new media and technology. In this episode, we speak with Cindy Nguyen, acting head of search at Nine, about her professional development journey and how you can still influence change within a small team. She also explains the importance of providing explainers for your audience for key events amongst other publisher SEO tactics. Nine is Australia's largest locally owned media company, the home of Australia's most trusted and loved brands spanning news, sport, lifestyle, and entertainment. Let's begin. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I'm good, Bahay. How are you? I'm good, thanks. This one's a special one for me. Cindy has <laughs> been someone that I know from a while back. And when I first started at Online Marketing Gurus, she was my first hire as well. So, And now she's the head of a search at Nine. So it's good to chat with you, Cindy. For sure. I'm excited. It's been a wild ride for sure. And there's lots of things that I can sort of chat about. And yeah, it's great to chat to you, Bahe. It's been so long. It has been, yeah. Let people know, how, how did you bust it out? How did you get to where you are today? So what's, what's been the journey? <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm currently the acting head of Search at Nine. I'm in charge of the SEO strategy across the Nine network sites that we own. So obviously, I'm in charge of Nine.com.au, Nine News, our Honey vertical, which is our lifestyle content. So Nine Honey, Nine Celebrity, Nine Coach, Travel, Kitchen, Style. And then we also look after, obviously, Wild Water Sports entertainment our show sites so particularly obviously we married our first site the block current affair the today show so there's a lot of stuff that is under my remit and the um, list under, goes on and on yeah. yeah and on and on so much yeah but and i also do a bit of consultancy work with the other sites that nine own so like obviously the metro masthead city morning herald the age drive pedestrian and stuff like that but yeah most of my day-to-day is looking after nine.com.au In terms of basically how I got there, so I obviously, I graduated with a journalism background, so content is my strength. And yeah, basically you hired me straight out of uni as a content writer for online marketing gurus. So pretty much a lot of my day-to-day back then was just writing website copy, you know, like making sure that it was written correctly for SEO. Um, making sure that everything was optimized as it should be. And then after writing, I feel what was like, I don't know, millions of of websites, homepages and category pages, about us pages and everything. Yeah, uh, Vahe obviously eventually taught me about SEO, how to do keyword research, how to map keywords, how to basically do everything that I need to know about SEO. And from there, I started managing my own clients, you know, sort of organizing there and leading their SEO strategy and everything else. And then, yeah, after a while, I sort of moved around to a few other agencies and everything. And then I eventually landed my gig at Nine, which is obviously the highlight of my career. It's really where I want to be. And it's basically, you know, like I've always loved content and it's basically just owning content for nine and yeah it's just sort of everything that I've learned from obviously you hey I've obviously taken with me and it's just making sure that day to day everything is working for nine across the sites nice no I, I know like there's a point of time where we're also expanding to focus more on content strategy and like you pretty much took that on and you made it your own like the, like yeah. I, I really love that aspect of it as well like you like excelled on that as well so very proud so <laughs> with your day-to-day like 
there's all these brand and stuff. So how does your day-to-day look like? How do you sort of manage all that? Yeah, it, it is a lot on our plate, but we obviously have sites that are bring more traffic than others. So yeah. my news is probably our biggest focus just because yeah. it drives a lot of traffic. And we also just want to be making sure that, you know, we're making the most of news because that's basically what people are searching for. So, you know, like stuff around coronavirus, you know, people want to know, well, not so much now because sort of obviously restrictions are easing and everything. What do I have to know about the restrictions? You know, like how many people can I have at my home? You know, can I play golf? Can I go to Bunnings? Can I go to the shops and stuff? So we really, a lot of my day-to-day is working closely with the editorial team to making sure that we're maximizing the stuff that we're doing really well for an SEO. So like explainers, a lot of stuff, uh, we work very closely with the editorial team. So we will provide them recommendations on how to structure their title tags and meta descriptions and URLs. You know, uh, we'll provide stuff training to, I always make sure that, you know, whenever we have new journalists, they do an SEO training course to understand, you know, what are keywords, why is SEO important? Other things is like we'll attend morning conferences with the editorial team and sort of work through, we'll pitch even our own stories that we'll say, oh, you know, there's a fair amount of interest in this. We should do something like this. This is something that's working well on a competitor site. Maybe can we do another version as well? So there, it is a very collaborative process with the editorial team. Yep. And yeah, it, it's really great. It's just working very closely with them and making sure that everything is working. And yeah, we also look at, long-term strategies, um, you know, we look at competitor analysis and it's just making sure that everything is working. How do you split your time between like, do you guys drill down a little bit more in Google News Optimization versus Evergreen? And like, how do you break up and prioritize that type of activity and work within the team? That's a good question. I think we have budgets and targets that we need to meet. So if we see sort of, one vertical is underperforming, we'll probably put a more a bit more love to that site for the next couple of days and everything. That's probably the main way we look at it. But um yeah, it's mainly just in terms of making sure that we always meet target. And in terms of prioritizing Google News a lot and like AMP, uh, Google Discover, Google News Showcase and everything, our main priority is making sure that everything is firing on the actual site so making sure all of our normal news articles are working and then we sort of find that if you make sure that everything is working normally then you know like that google discover stuff google news showcase stuff sort of comes slowly we are sort of trying to do a bigger shift towards google discover just because it is really generating lots of traffic for us and we sort of have found that stories that have done well google discover will do well for the next couple of days. Like it's not just limited to day-to-day, whereas a lot of our news stories can only be day-to-day. So yeah, we are sort of trying to shift our priorities a little bit. But yeah, I think the main thing is we just want to be making sure that the articles that are making news today are doing well in search. Yeah, it discovers a black box and it's a, it's a beast on its own. There are tools that are coming out and I'm not sure if you saw like there's other professionals that are actually... The API is out now, so you can actually reverse engineer more of that as well. But uh, that's another story, geeking out. (laughs) So in terms of that aspect and looking at making sure everything's firing, so does that mean that editors now are being a lot more technical in their role as well in terms of determining issues and stuff? Or is that still 
more siloed in the organization? And what, what are your thoughts about being more about that role of managing technical and content together? Yeah, it is hard because at the moment, SEO is a team of three. Wow. And we are, yeah, we're very small, but we obviously do a lot of, we cover a lot. And there is also juggling priorities in terms of our team size and everything. But I think the main thing that we sort of want to make sure is we work very closely with the journos when we train them initially to make sure that they know about how to structure their SEO titles, how to structure the URLs and descriptions. So we try to leave a little bit of on-page SEO to them. Sometimes they don't always do it correctly there. So we all have to jump into articles to add internal links, add tags and everything. In terms of the technical, it's always a little bit of an ongoing process with us. I think what's good sort of about our sites is that we've sort of gotten them to a point where we don't need to heavily focus too much on technical. There's obviously always improvements that can be made for site speed, page experience and everything. But uh, what's good about it is that we have a huge team of developers that are focused on improvements across the board. So all I have to do is sort of raise a ticket and say, let's, you know, we need to be sort of looking about how else we can be improving page speed. And that's something that that is consistently worked on. And, you know, we sort of, it's a very much a collaborative process between us, between teams in product, between teams in developers and tech. Mm -hmm. And everyone sort of has their remit that they look after, but it's just sort of, it's always, we always work towards the bigger picture. And how are you juggling? Like everyone has their priorities as well. And I guess, where does that decision-making lie? Is that within the product team that ultimately decides the main priorities between like, if for example, if there's technical that's help with SEO or something else that's going to influence your team performance, like how's that being prioritized? If you can go into that. The main thing is, I think the hardest thing about SEO in any job is conveying its importance. Yeah to key stakeholders and everything and saying why we need to do this, you know, when it, you know, it's going to take time to do this and sort of stuff. I find that pretty consistent across the board. As long as I sort of come up with a case and sort of say, this is important for us to look into because of X, Y, Z, then it's sort of a little bit easier to sort of showcase and prioritize things. But I think it's generally pretty easy. Usually I say, look, this is something that we need to look into. Then they will sort of say, okay, this is when we can do it and sort of stuff. And then we sort of have timelines and everything that we try to meet and, and all that. But a lot of the time, it's all very like, it's very collaborative, it's very easy. It's just making sure that everyone sort of gets what they want is the biggest thing. And that's good. That's good that everyone's so collaborative. And like you said that you're doing consulting across the other masters. So does that same logic apply with collaborating or do they have more precedence in, in their decision-making yeah, it's a good question. It's a little bit different with the metros in particular because their audience model is subscriptions. Yeah. SEO for them is not necessarily the main end goal for them, whereas compared to, you know, a site like 9.com AU and 9 News, it's all about as getting as much traffic as possible, whereas stuff with the metros is very much cool. Yes, we've got SEO traffic, but the most important thing for us is subscribers, you know, getting subscribers, retaining our subscribers and everything. So it is a little bit of a conflicting and different priorities. And that's completely fine because that's obviously how those, it's two different businesses and everything. It's just making sure that we juggle what works best for which site. And in terms of the metros and everything, they've usually 
they are very receptive to, you know, if we need to make SEO recommendations and everything. It's all just about creating relationships with the right people, especially we obviously have in our business, we have one product team that sort of works. The product team works across all the different sites. So it's a little bit easier to sort of go, oh, you know, I think this is important. Well, how can we apply this to all the sites as well? So it's making sure that everything just works. What did that teach you? Like, I know you spoke about some lessons about communication and stuff, but in your own philosophy of publisher SEO, particularly because since, you, you know, we, we both started in the agency and now you're in-house, how has that shifted your philosophy in looking at those different business models and applying that with your SEO and editorial strategy? I think that in terms of everything, content still plays a very important role. Content is obviously something I love. I've always sort of had an interest in doesn't matter where you sort of work in, content is so important. And it's making sure that we create the right content. You know, the metros have a different way of creating content to Nine News. And that's just the way that they operate. And that's how, you know, that's the business model for them. But in terms of Nine News, it's just making sure that we create the right content that people are searching for. You know, we make sure that we create evergreen explainers that correctly answer people's questions about, you know, especially about coronavirus about day-to-day things about you know we're at the moment we're trying to look into other types of explainers that we can tap into so stuff around space and climate change petrol prices so like why are petrol prices so expensive at the moment so like tapping into key content areas that we know people are interested in so obviously the nine news audience is very different to the metro's audience and it's sort of just making sure that we tap into the right content areas that people want to read about i think is mainly the important thing nice and what would you say is one of the projects or one of the initiatives that you ran that you're, you're most proud of or you're most you know you feel like that was a really good win for you during your time now online i think the biggest thing is going back to like explainers and everything we did a lot of coronavirus restrictions explainers and lockdowns explainers and stuff like so like really trying to answer key questions people wanted to know about what they can or can't do essentially you know and that has done so well for us um you know we at the moment we've got a vaccination rates explainer because people want to know how largely vaccinated we are in New South Wales in Victoria and Queensland now um now that border restrictions and everything are starting to open up so I think that's definitely been my proudest achievement, just really growing. Um, we started doing explainers like what is coronavirus? How contagious is coronavirus? Um, and stuff like that. Just really trying to answer key questions. And it, it has re- honestly really done so well for us. And now it's gotten to the point where the editorial team are just comfortable with generating these explainers very quickly. They sort of know the key answer, uh, key questions that we want to get answered. It works very like a well-oiled machine right now. And yeah, I think it's, it's been really good. I think a key aspect of that strategy as well as really growing Nine News' SEO traffic. You know, people really want to know up-to-date information about it all as well. And it's just, I think that, as I mentioned, the SEO, the hardest thing about it is just convincing people that SEO is important. And then when you sort of have great results, it sort of makes your job a little bit easier to show this is why we need to continue building out the teams and everything because, you know, if we can do this and think about where else it can go. It's definitely great that you guys were able to help educate the audience around coronavirus and that's helped you guys with that explainer strategy as well. 
do those explainers as well also trigger news as well, like news traffic, Google news traffic, or do you feel like that's more evergreen traffic that would come? I mean, the reason why I'm asking that is because I see sometimes like we leverage evergreen topics in Google news because that's something that's also being searched about. And then you also benefit from the Google news traffic, but then you keep getting that traffic because of the evergreen. Is that the benefits you've also seen from those explainers or is it purely just at that point of time, people are searching for those questions and they want to get them answered? Oh, no, for sure. They're definitely evergreen. And we've seen what works well is, so we publish the restrictions explainer when it, you know, obviously when it's being talked about at the press conference at that time. But then what also works well is that we just yeah. update the explainer to if there's any new lines of content that we can add we update the tenses of the content um, and just making sure that we, if there's any other questions we haven't answered, we have answered it. We update the timestamp and everything. And we've seen great success on that as an evergreen strategy. Yeah. To make, our, to make sure that our explainers get um, as much visibility as possible, we make sure to incorporate them as read more links and related links and everything. So a part of my work is I sort of try and make sure that I send around a list to the news team of stories that we want to rank a little bit higher, of stories that we want to make sure that they have um, our explainer links in there and everything. So in terms of making sure that, yes, they're consistently linked to, obviously they get a lot of links and making sure that they're updated and relevant to the story of the day with the restrictions easing of that day and everything. And yeah, they've just, it's been really good. Um, and it's just, now, how can we obviously take those learnings now that coronavirus is sort of somewhat ending? And yeah, that's the next step in terms of our forward thinking now. Into It's just sort of, um, we've definitely sort of seen COVID fatigue is uh, and obviously people don't necessarily want to, they don't need to know everything that's happening because it's, you know, we've obviously opened up a little bit. No one sort of wants to know daily case numbers as much as they were anymore, you know, and it's just obviously there's not as much interest in it. People are tired, which is obviously fair enough. And yeah, I think that's going to be interesting to see what else we can do outside of coronavirus. That's a good point. So how are you going to manage that trending fatigue and like, how do you overcome those things internally? Um, what's next for us is really looking into other areas we can tap into and making sure that obviously news is what news does best. Um, you know, we have other things outside of coronavirus, like for example, Cleo Smith, the, uh, when she was found the other day, we got huge amounts of traffic. And so it's just making sure that we're capitalizing on big breaking news. We're making sure that everything is as optimized as it should be. Um, we're looking into other explainers. So like stuff around, you know, we, like we're looking to like, as I mentioned, those space explainers, um, climate change explainers. But what also works for us is, you know, um, making sure that we look into like daylight savings explainers. So, you know, people are always consistently, and I know I am one of those people searching is, do the clocks go forward or back? And so, you know, we obviously try and tap into like very easy searches like that. And we've got explainers for all of those kinds of topics and everything. So it's just making sure that uh, we're looking into news overall. So breaking news, you know, the news of the day and tapping into other areas that are potentially doing well. And Cindy, how 
have you leveraged other properties to cross promote content and if you have how how's that work for you guys as well and has there been any issues around duplicate content or or you guys are just purely taking a different play on that aspect um that's a good question i think the best thing about having all these different sites is that we can really leverage links so if i need something to do really well i will make sure that it gets a lot of links from all about not nine sites so making sure that there's links in the footer, making sure that, you know, all our brands consistently link to something is great. In terms of duplicate content, I think we don't necessarily, we don't really have to worry too much because the content itself is written differently. So our tone is obviously very different to how the metros will do something. And it's also different journalists writing the content. It's sort of a little bit of a different SEO strategy as well because their metros is more so around we're not as heavily focused with their SEO day-to-day, whereas we're very um, heavily focused with 9news9.com every day. The main thing is that it's great that we own all these sites, that 9 is so huge and we have so many properties to make use of. Mm, That's good to know. What's your vision like moving forward, like with Nine? Like, is it more like in terms of making SEO more of a role? Is it trying to expand more of your team? Is it trying to integrate more with a broader team? Like, or if you can outline, if it's possible, um, what's sort of the future plans internally on on trying to improve, you mm-hmm. know, discoverability on things on Nine's properties? Yeah. So a lot of one issue that we sometimes have is because SEO we are a very small team is that not a lot of people know about us obviously the key people that need to know about us know about us but you know we do get sort of sometimes something will happen and we're like oh that's not really the best practice for SEO and so we have to work with what we have so I think in terms of my future goal is sort of to really one build out our SEO team the more people we have the more eyes we eyeballs we can have across everything and to really building out the people that know us and really boasting more about you know like the fact of why seo is important because i think a lot of issues sort of arise because people don't really know that they have to contact the seo team i think people just sort of for some it is a very it's not top of priority which is fair enough because it's you know they obviously have other things to think about. But I think in terms of my vision is just making sure that more and more people know about what is SEO, why is it important, when you have to contact us and stuff like that. And really just, I think having a bigger team will also play into that. And is there any apprehension or any consideration of that plan with the fact that, you know, we've seen increasingly more mergers happening with publications or even like international publications I know Pedestrian has rolled out a lot more of, which is sort of in the nine group, but maybe I know you're not as involved in that, but um, there's more international brands that are coming back into Australia, reintroducing their local properties here. There's also mergers that are happening and increasing that. Like, Is there any considerations of those market moves that impact your thinking, forward thinking? To be honest, not really. We are yeah. a bit concerned if there's more people coming into the obviously increased competition with our stories especially with our lifestyle vertical because you know everyone's pretty much writing the same story every day it's like how else can we offer you know a different perspective and everything so what's more I think what's more important for us is you know also tapping into 
what we know works well for us. You know, we want to make sure another area that we're looking into is original content. So we obviously know that original content Google loves, it's something different. You know, how can we make more of that as well? So it's just, I think at the moment, we aren't too worried just because we we sort of at nine, we have a lot to deal with um, in terms of, you know, we have so many websites and everything and there's nothing, we're never short of any work to do. And I think at the moment, like nine is in its best position ever, really, because we obviously have so much content. We have so much to play around with. And that's what makes it really cool and interesting and fun in my day-to-day role is because, yeah, we, you know, SEO is a sort of different every day, but you know, in my job, it really is different every day, you know, like I might be doing stuff for obviously my news today, but I could be doing stuff for drive next week, or I could be doing workshops with pedestrian and everything. And I think that's what makes it really interesting and really fun and exciting. Is there anything that you're curious to learn more about? Are you testing more things on your own or is it just, I guess, like there's a lot, th- a lot of things to do and just trying to Make sure that you maximize your time across the properties. Like, what are you? What's sort of making you curious besides some of the initiatives that you have planned? In terms of what's making me curious is really how else can we increase? So basically, my goal is to increase SEO traffic as much as possible. But it's also like how we can do that across the board. So we obviously have different show sites that we own. So Marina First Sight, the block, and everything you know, like how else can we increase traffic to those sites? Because a fun thing that Nine likes to do is create new sites all the time. And so obviously that makes it a little bit hard to rank for content that we want to rank for because it's obviously a new domain. So there are always sort of things that we sort of need to play around with. And that is probably one thing that I want to look into is sort of like, and that's why it goes into increasing knowledge of SEO within the team, within the workplace as well, just because we don't need to be creating 10, 20 different websites for this one thing. Another thing that I'm really interested in is also really how to maximize more of Google Discover, Google News Showcase, as well as voice SEO. It's something that we aren't necessarily, so we are proactively, so we sort of analyze Google Discover, try to understand the themes and the patterns that work but we obviously still, there is still not much that we know. So that's something that I'm keen to really look into. But the other aspects as well is obviously Google News Showcase, which is uh, new for us. Um, And voice SEO is something that we've not really, you know, have done before, but it's sort of, it's interesting, um, you know, like how we can maximize this new area. And yeah, I think those are the main things really. There's lots of things that, are interesting but yeah those are the main ones for me at the moment no oh, cool well yeah hopefully when we catch up next time i look forward to hearing to see how <laughs> you played around that space as well now that you've hit your stride and you're, you're really happy where okay. you're at as well like what's your advice to other people who want to get to that place as well my advice would be to understand the importance of relationships i don't think i would necessarily have gotten to where i am at the moment if i didn't have good relationships especially and like even this with you Bahe you know like I think it's so important to cultivate those relationships as well you know and yeah I think when we sort of talk about relationships and everything it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be out there and 
extroverted and sort of and like hugely networking and everything I think it's just making sure that you're talking to the people that are interested you're growing those relationships and everything um, and just really um, building on those relationships because a lot of my work especially SEO at nine wouldn't be possible if I hadn't created great relationships with the editorial team you know and if we didn't have that great great relationship with the editorial team then they wouldn't necessarily be as receptive to you know like SEO recommendations that we're giving um you know the SEO advice suggestions and stuff like that so I think it's really important to really make sure that you're growing those relationships and really always building and yeah just making sure and yeah I think that's the main thing and just always be nice (laughs) you know like it's just just be nice um you know you never know really what anyone is going through and it's just especially in this pandemic world that we live on like everyone's got a lot going on everyone's busy everyone's tired and it's just making sure that you know just be nice so what are some of those things like you said like it's not necessarily about being extrovert but just getting in touch with people who are interested in the things that you are for example like is it is is a matter of just sharing things that addressing their problems or like what what would you say in terms of cultivating particularly for people who are starting out in the industry Mm. Um, yeah um it's a good question for sure I wouldn't necessarily say like I'm very much an introverted person I yeah and you know and it's you know it's not for me to be out and shouting saying you know this is I'm Cindy this is who I am and everything that's not me I'm very much a person that I just sort of it takes time for me to sort of get comfortable with someone as well and that's perfectly fine I think the way to go about it is finding someone that you can talk to you know that you know if I'm you know like if I'm starting out and everything make like you know find someone that you think that can sort of maybe even act as like a mentor or whatever but even just just finding someone that you can talk to that you can sort of chat to about every day that you're sort of growing to be comfortable with is probably the first point of growing a relationship and then it's just really making sure that you take the time to sort of go oh you know how was your day this is sort of what I'm, you know, thinking about SEO and everything. And it's just, just making sure that, you know, like you don't necessarily need to, oh, let's, you know, let's go and have a party or whatever. It's just making sure that you sort of check in with people as well. So, you know, just say, oh, you know, I heard you were working on this. Like, is there anything, um, you know, like, how are you going with it? Is there anything I can help you with? So like just being a little bit more helpful as well i find is always nice so how how can people who are starting as newbies potentially join your team or like in a similar situation try to join a publisher that maybe they haven't had that they have some background in seo experience but they haven't Mm. gone into a a bigger publisher before is it just similar like trying to reach out to those people that they want to reach out to and sort of asking them how they're doing or like what what would be the way to do that because obviously there's a few degrees of separation Mm. Yeah, I also think stuff like LinkedIn is so good. Following people on LinkedIn, engaging with content that you see is interesting on LinkedIn. So like commenting on someone's post that you think is written something really good um, if you want to sort of get into contact with them as well. Really making the most of that platform. In terms of like publishing as well, I think the most important thing is not necessarily experience. I don't really think like, Pretty much prior to working at nine, I had no sort of 
news outlet experience and that's perfectly fine you obviously learn on the job and everything but I think the main thing is really just being proactive um if you really want something to happen you know like you sort of have to sort of make like try and make it happen um you know like and take the baby steps you don't necessarily need to take the bigger step at the moment like take the baby steps you know like make sort of actionable things that you can sort of hit and go okay I've done this now this is going to get me to this and stuff like that doing what you can each and every day awesome no that's awesome uh it's 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 uh refreshing to hear that like you don't have to be flashy on, on things like that and that's <laughs> me as well like you, you just have to be you and just try to yeah show exactly. exactly no that's cool Cindy any final words or advice or comments or anything that you want to you want to share on today's podcast in terms of publishing and everything it is a really interesting place to work I could not recommend it anymore and I think what was interesting is I've obviously worked in agencies a lot and making the move to client side is obviously a little bit daunting but it you know I think what is important is making sure that you find if you want to make the move from agency to client side it's finding the right business that works for you so I initially obviously start I initially started as you know, working within the lifestyle news team, lifestyle team for nine and then moved around nine news. And now I'm sort of in this bigger role and everything. So I think the most important thing is to sort of find something that you really want to do, find your passion, find what you're passionate about and just, you know, make it happen. It doesn't necessarily need to be the biggest step at the moment, but you just got to find what works for you. And The other thing is really, you know, if you're passionate about something or if you're not sure what you're passionate about, it's just try different things. You know, like I went around many different agencies trying to figure out what works best for me. And, you know, it eventually got me to nine and where I am at. And this is pretty much my dream gig. Like it's amazing that I get to work on all these different brands every day. I get to work with such a great team of journalists and you know like people just take a lot of pride in their work and it's just every day is a good day every day is a good day that's it and with, with <laughs> optimism and with that note i'd like to, to say thank you so much Cindy. hope we can that's speak okay. soon and appreciate it that's okay thank you so much Fahe. thank you for joining us on this episode of the state of digital publishing podcast listen to past and upcoming episodes across all major podcast networks Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and join our community groups. Finally, visit stateofdigitalpublishing.com for premium information, resources, and become a member today. Until next time.